The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you could learn more about spirituality and how it can work in your favor, would you be intrigued? Of course you would. It's time to get real. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. In our show, we'll interview fascinating guests with the intent of bringing you closer to who you really want to be. Get ready for some of the most profound radio on any airwaves today. Now, here is James Robinson. Welcome to Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and this week we're continuing on in our series of how to master your emotions. One of the things that I have found in my life is that emotions either control us or we can control them. And it's not really that difficult to control your emotions. You just have to understand what the emotion is, how it arises in your body or in your psyche, and what you can do when the, if it's a negative emotion or an unhealthy emotion, what you can do to shift that into something that is positive and healthy for you. And this week, we're going to look at sadness. And sadness is one of those emotions that everybody probably has experienced uh, time to time in their life. And it's obviously very similar to grief or depression. And it's only different from grief and depression by quantity or quality. In other words, it's kind of like what starts as sadness if it goes unchecked, it continues to get worse and worse, and then it get, becomes, can become grief, or it can become depression. So if you know of someone that's going through a struggle with grief or is, is not enjoying their life because they've lost something or someone or a relationship or a job or something, and they're, they're, they're past sadness and they're into the grieving state, you know, it may be a good idea for you to recommend to them the show that we did on grief because we've had a couple of shows with experts to help people overcome grief and to process their grief and to come out to a healthy resolution of that. You know, sadness is one of those natural occurring emotions that we just are hardwired with and it's we experience it any time that we don't get what we want and uh, or we think we've lost something or we feel that we don't like what's going on in our life. And it feels like we've lost or we're in despair or we're helpless or we're a victim some ways. And one of the th- hallmarks of sadness is the effect that it has on our on our attitude, on our consciousness, and it it tends to make us more lethargic. Uh, sometimes we can withdraw into a fetal position if if the sadness is great enough, and simply because we don't know what to do, we have this sometimes overwhelming sadness if we've lost someone we love or. It may not be to the level of grief, but it's certainly something happens in our life that hurts our feelings and we become sad. Sadness should be very transient. In other words, you know, sadness should only linger for a few minutes or maybe an hour a day at the most. If it lingers for more than that, there's something that could be clinically wrong or something that we're not doing to help push that emotion through and to process. And one of the things that can happen is, is that we get so caught up in the sadness and the feeling of sadness that we completely forget and we get stuck in how we're supposed to process this emotion. 
normal sadness is just something that we may have to take a few hours to process by ourselves. There's nothing wrong with going off and being by yourself in order to figure out and to analyze what's going on with us. Uh, one of the things that we experience as human beings is loss. And the, the first level of emotional response to loss is sadness. Then it becomes grief and then it becomes depression. So if we can catch the sadness at its initial level and process that sadness, we, we may not have to go into the more heavy-duty emotions of grief and depression, which may take longer to process. One of the things that uh, research has shown is that sadness comes early in life because it's a natural process of separation from the beings that created you. When we're infants, we form a, normally we will form a bond with our parents, first with our mother and then with our fathers. And eventually, after several months or a year, we start to experience the realization that we are separate from these people. And, you know, we may be left with babysitters, for example, or we're not able to be with our parent 100% of the time. And this is where feelings of anxiety, feelings of, of abandonment, feelings of rejection can start as well. So sadness and abandonment and rejection are all uh, enmeshed in the natural, they call it individualization of a person as they start to identify themselves as separate from their parents. Other things can happen in childhood that can make us sad. It, it could be if you have siblings, uh, somebody gets something and you don't, you can feel sad. If you feel left out, if uh, the, your parent says something nice about one of your siblings, your brother, your sister, and doesn't say something nice about you, you can become sad. You know, as you grow older and you go into school and, you know, competition starts to sink in, sometimes you may not be the first one to be picked for a team. And if you're not, that can create sadness. Or if you're the last one picked for a team, that can create sadness as well. Sometimes, as is inevitable in school, you may not be the most popular person in the school. And... If you're on the, you know, if you're in that group of people who aren't popular, then that's where a lot of sadness begins because we all want to be accepted, we all want to be, uh, you know, happy, we all want to experience friendships and close knit groups, and sometimes that's just not our destiny. Sometimes our destiny is to learn this whole separation concept and illusion that we experience when we come to this planet. One of the problems of being sad more often than not is that it can have serious emotional problems on down the road. You know, one of the things that I know that I experienced with three brothers is that it's not acceptable to when I was growing up, to be sad. It was not acceptable to cry. And it was not acceptable to be anything but happy because our parents wanted us to be happy. And when, when we were sad, they couldn't handle it because they, they didn't have the training to help us process those illusions. They had been told uh, growing up that they could not be sad and they had to hide it. And when you bury these kinds of emotions, when you bury sadness and you don't deal with them, that's why sometimes it can lead to depression later on in life. And so it's very, very important to realize both for our own sakes and for our children's sakes and for anybody that we know that may seem to be sad a great deal of the time that they're dealing with something that's completely nat uh, natural but they have to be able to process this in a healthy way. 
one of the real problems people have as they get older, if they have repressed sadness or the inability to express sadness, um, you know, they're they're bound to be on the couch or with a therapist later on in life. So it, it just makes sense that if we can teach our children that it's okay to be sad for a, you know, for a acceptable amount of time and to process and to work on these emotions and learn that it's okay to be sad, then uh, their life can be much more healthy. You know, we all have the absolute right to experience our emotions and no one can tell us any different. It's not all right for an adult to tell us that we don't have, you know, we shouldn't be sad or don't cry or I'll give you something to cry about. These things, as we're seeing in psychology today, and as a lot of these children back when uh, in the baby boomers and whatever who had these kinds of discipline and had this kind of mindset uh, in the 40s and 50s and 60s, they're now dealing with much larger issues because they never learned how to process negative feelings. But we have to understand and master this emotion because we're always going to experience it. It's like breathing. And it's okay to feel it. It's just not okay to repress it and not process it. In other words, if you are feeling sad and you've never learned how to process it, you're going to find some way to lessen the feelings of that sadness. And unfortunately, people often choose ways to uh, that are unhealthy in order to deal with these repressed feelings, such as uh, overeating or, you know, that's where comfort foods, uh, your parents told you you couldn't have this kind of a food or, and it made you sad. So what are you going to do? When you become an adult, well, you're going to show your parents and you're going to eat a lot of that food, which may actually be unhealthy. It's just that you weren't allowed to eat it as a child. My biggest uh, example of that is ice cream because I was never allowed to eat ice cream instead of um, learning how to eat a little bit of ice cream. I binge on ice cream. So it's, you know, one of my challenges in my adult life is being how to eat ice cream in limited amounts. I have a joke with my friends that a pint container of ice cream is a single serving can. And I will often polish one of those things off and want more. I've known other people who had sadness problems and repressed emotional problems who would sit down and eat a half gallon of ice cream in one sitting because they were trying to make themselves feel better and to mask or self-medicate in order to somehow get rid of the feelings of sadness that are probably buried deep in their subconscious. If it gets more unhealthy, we go to alcohol and other drugs to change the way we feel. And obviously that can become very destructive and it may mask the emotion for a limited amount of time. But once the effects of that drug wears off, not only are we left with the guilt and shame of doing something harmful to ourselves where we haven't done anything to process the sadness. One of my teachers uh, shared with me that alcohol, especially, if you've got buried feelings of sadness or, or anxiety, alcohol only makes it worse. And so, if you're if you're dealing with unresolved sadness or unresolved feelings of anxiety, that's you know it literally is fire, uh, pouring gasoline on a fire, and you will not be able to resolve these feelings uh, while you're drinking. So, just be aware that even though it may give you a temporary relief, it's, it's probably making it worse. Some things that you know, people recommend are ways to deal with sadness have to do with uh, basically remembering the good things that happen in life. 
We can make a list of all the positive things that are going on in our life. We can get support from others. We can spend time with loved ones. We can do things that help us laugh, you know, watch a funny movie or uh, go to uh, something that's fun to do. However, be aware of the fact that sadness naturally tends to isolate ourselves from other people because one of the gifts of sadness is it allows us to literally go inside and analyze and look at what is it that's making us sad. And we'll get to that in a little bit as far as what are some of the causes. But the thing that we need to understand is is that if you are feeling sad, if you are feeling like you want to withdraw from society, that's good for a limited amount of time. Don't go and hide in your bedroom for a week. If that's what you're feeling like doing, then you may need some professional help. But if you look at it as a gift, if you're, all right, why am I sad? What is, what do I need to look at that's causing this sadness? And really go deep. And and what I mean by that is keep asking yourself, why? Why do I feel that way? And more oftentimes than enough, you'll probably pull up a memory or you will, something will connect, some answer will come. And so when you look at that for a few moments, you would want to ask yourself again, well, why is that um, bothering me? And then keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. And eventually you'll get down to some of your core issues. And by that, I mean things that you learned early in life that are causing you problems and not allowing you to experience life in a healthy and happy way. You know, one of the great gifts of having your feelings hurt is because it is an obvious way that your higher self or your higher consciousness has to bringing your attention to where you need to let go of something. In other words, say somebody calls you ugly or calls you fat. You know, that's a big one when my children were growing up. And even when I was coming up through school, if, to be called fat was a very unkind and very uh, unhealthy judgment that somebody puts on you. And so the question is, is do you believe that you're – uh, defective in some way. It's not that you may be overweight, but there's, you know, from a psychological standpoint, that's easily resolved through making better choices with food and exercise and everything else. Where it gets unhealthy is where somebody calls you fat and you become sad because of that. You have a negative reaction to that. But be aware of the fact that if you do have a negative reaction to that, then that's just life's way of showing you where you need there's some work to do. And so if you have any negative beliefs or negative thoughts that are buried and you become sad, that's a welcome opportunity to look at these deeper issues, things that may be affecting us in ways we're not even aware of. And obviously, if somebody says you're fat or you're ugly or you're stupid and that bothers us, then there's something that we need to uh, heal. There's something that we need to resolve. There's some belief buried deep in our subconscious that is causing us to feel like we are not children of God and we are somehow defective and we need to fix that. And so if you are experiencing these types of emotions, understand that these are red flags of things that are coming up to be healed. Now, one of the things that is obviously a problem in our society is is going back to the growing up and being told that sadness is not acceptable, we have to be aware of the fact that our bodies are the best indication of of how we're feeling. People can read our bodies. People can look at our faces and tell whether you're experiencing happiness or sadness or 
fear or anger or whatever else. And, and sometimes somebody will come up to you and ask, are you all right? And if you say yes and they say, well, you, you know, tell your face, that can be one of two things. Either you're actually experiencing something that you're not willing to admit to yourself and you need to work on, or that person is simply projecting their stuff onto you and it's your choice whether or not you believe them. So if somebody says, well, you know, you look like you're not feeling well or you look like you're feeling sad, you know, or you're something, is something bothering you because your body language is, is suggesting that, just be aware that, you know, you may be harboring some subconscious feelings that you're not even aware of. And so you can thank that person for bringing that to your attention. And if you're and if you're honest with yourself and you are feeling sad or you are feeling some negative emotion or you are feeling something that's bothering you, be honest about it. Thank them for bringing that to your attention and say, "Yes, I am. Yes, I am sad." And if I am sad, then what can I do about it? If, if your feelings are hurt, and don't lie about it. If you're going through some depression or if you're going through a hard time, you know, don't lie about it. That doesn't mean that you get to tell a story, a large victim story on somebody. It just means that you need to be honest with yourself and say, yes, there's, say, yes I'm sad. You know, one of the things that I did from time to time is to print up business cards when I was going through a tough time, and, and the, all the business card was said was, yes, I'm sad, thanks for asking. You don't have to explain anything to anybody. And if they call you on the fact that you look sad, hey, there's nothing wrong with saying, yes, I'm sad, I'm working on it, thanks for asking. And the, when you admit it and you deal with it, you can process it. It will go through you like a, a tsunami, and you can get past it, and you can get back to feeling good again. But it's when you deny that you're sad, it's when you deny that there's anything wrong going on, that it, it suppresses, it goes deep into our psyche, and we totally miss the opportunity to bring it out and to be honest and heal it. So... If you're creating a sad situation, one of the things that is happening is that other people are re reading this and you need to be aware of the fact that you are affecting other people around you. Don't feel sad about the fact that you're affecting people around you. Just be honest about it and own it. One of the th great gifts that we give ourselves is the gift of authenticity. And if somebody is doing something that is causing us pain, there's we have every right to say, I'm in pain. We don't have to project that out onto somebody else, but we do have to own it. And if we are, if we do own it, then we can process it. So the we're almost to a break here and I want to leave you with this thought that once you accept the fact that you're sad, you will change it. It's the things that we don't accept. It's the things that we keep buried. It's the things that we don't admit that won't change. So always, if you're given the opportunity to give it up, to let it go, and to admit that you're sad, you will process it. That's a natural order of things, and you will be able to get through it. One of the things about emotions is emotion. Emotions have to move. And if we don't let them move through us, it'll get sick, they'll cause us disease and unhealthy results. So always acknowledge your feelings, acknowledge your emotions. And when we come back from the break, We'll continue to talk about sadness and how to transcend it. And I'm going to share a very powerful meditation to help you with sadness.
This is Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson. We're talking about sadness, and we will be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in Tuesdays and join the credit master and consumer advocate, Mr. D, a.k.a. Bruce J. Danielson, and learn the whole truth about credit risk scoring, collectors, both kinds, credit bureaus, credit cards, tax liens, mortgages, and much more. Find out how to use accountability combat to protect yourself from becoming a victim and to fight back against corporate abusers, such as banksters who have taken unfair advantage of most of us. The Consumer Fightback Show educates consumers on how to find relief within today's onerous credit system. See you Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. What if there was a radio show that could demonstrate how we can cut your taxes in half without diminishing needed government services? One that could explain how to create tens of millions of jobs at no cost to taxpayers, as well as fantastic yet easily affordable health care. Side effects include cutting crime rates nationwide, providing better education for our children, international peace and harmony, and protecting your private, personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working for You with Arvin Vora, weekdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleiner interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleiner Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Families today face unique challenges. Marriage, parenting, and family forms have changed a lot in the last century. Family Matters with Dr. Virginia Collin will focus on building and maintaining healthy family relationships. We will discuss marriage, divorce, family mediation, parenting, lifestyles, and mental health. All kinds of family matters. Our show will feature guest experts and your participation, too. You can listen to Family Matters live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson. And today we're continuing on our series on how to master emotions. And today we've been talking about sadness, which is a very natural emotion and generally is not a problem because it's a signal to us that we're experiencing something that we've lost or or is affecting us in some way and we need to look at it. What it really gets to be a problem is when we don't address it, when we don't acknowledge the fact that we're sad because we were trained growing up that we shouldn't be sad, that we should we should be happy all the time. And so we bury it. And and probably one of the things that uh inevitably happens if we don't deal with sadness it's going to turn into something worse like depression let me give you some signals and symptoms of what's happened what's happening to you if you don't deal with sadness in a proper way so that you'll know that you need to deal with your sadness one is a persistent 
uh, anxiety or empty feeling. If you are experiencing anxiety, then it's probably because you haven't dealt with a sadness that probably started sometime previous to that. If you're experiencing feelings of hopelessness or pessimism, that's a, that's a red flag right there that you're going from sadness into depression. If you're feeling guilty or worthless or helpless, again, this is a result of not dealing with some initial sadness that probably you experienced and you didn't even realize it and you just kind of buried it because you didn't have time to deal with it or you felt like, oh, adults shouldn't feel sad at a time like this or somebody said something to you that might have hurt your feelings and you are sitting there going, you know, chin up, man up or girl up or whatever and you didn't want to deal with it at the time. If you're... If you get moody and you're and you've lost interest in hobbies or activities that you used to enjoy, that right there is a red flag on the fact that you probably need to go back and examine some unresolved sadness. If you're tired or you just don't seem to have motivation to do anything, again, this is a response to unresolved sadness. If you're dissociating or if you're having trouble thinking or difficulty concentrating or difficulty sleeping or oversleeping, you know, all of these symptoms are the symptoms of depression. But again, it's something that you need to go back and deal with from a sadness standpoint and try to identify what is causing your sadness. So there are many things we can do if we're starting to feel this way. If we're looking, if you've listened to this show several times and you're identifying these symptoms in yourself or you've, or you've admitted to yourself that, yes, I'm sad. And most people, if they're honest with themselves, they, they'll know when they're sad and they'll know why they're sad. They just don't know what to do about it. And so I, I want to share with you some things that I found that can can help you get through periods of sadness and bring you back to a positive mindset. And these things actually can be done with any negative emotion. It's not just sadness, but if if you're experiencing sadness or grief or shame or guilt or any of this, any of these steps will help you Uh, come out of that emotion, process that emotion, and to see things from a more objective standpoint. One of the best ways to deal with sadness is to be with friends. One of the things that we've found from a research standpoint is that when you interact with people in a positive way, that will bring you out of any negative feelings and it's sometimes we just have to rely on our friends and be honest with them say I'm not feeling that great right now I'm in fact I'm feeling a little sad can we do something that can help me process this uh, emotion and most friends will come over they'll give you a a box of Kleenex and you get to it but you know, one of the things that is always, always fun to do is to call a friend or someone you haven't talked to in a long time and catch up and just and remember that it's not all about whatever it is that you're, that's bothering you because sometimes I call it pole vaulting over mouse turds. And what that means is that something very, very insignificant or something that on the scale of things isn't that big happens, and it's something that is something we don't like. And because we don't like it, we associate that with other things we don't like, other memories that have called us sadness, and all of a sudden, we're sad. Even though the the one thing that... Uh, triggered all of this may be unimportant if you've got feelings of self 
worthlessness or uh, you feel like there's something wrong with you and somebody says something that triggers that, then you're going to have, you may have an associative recall and all of a sudden you're in a very deep, dark hole. You're sad and you don't know why. So what do you do? You call an old friend, somebody that you know cares about you and can bring you out of it. If they don't have to be a psychologist, they can just be somebody that's got a good outlook on life and you can just have a pleasant conversation with them and they will be able to help you have a different perspective. You know, one absolutely guaranteed magical thing you can do is give somebody a hug. They've done research on the fact that when you give somebody a hug, not only does that help the person receiving the hug, it helps brighten the mood. It helps from an energetic standpoint. It makes the person giving a hug uh, feel better. There was actually a group of people in California that organized a give a hug day, and they went out. Uh, to Santa Monica and just gave free hugs to whoever wanted one. And they had a t-shirt for that. And I, from all reports, that was a huge success. So, and, you know, go figure, it was free. But the thing that people need to understand is, is when you give a hug, you're getting love. You are getting a positive energy feedback from the person who's receiving the hug. So if you're feeling sad, go hug somebody and don't be bashful about it. Nobody's going to turn down a hug. It's just, you know, sometimes you need to be respectful, but if you can give somebody a hug, that will definitely break your mood. And even better, if you can organize an event where people go out and give free hugs, Guaranteed that will break your sadness. So anything physical will help get you out of this mood. You know, uh, if it's, again, I want to make sure you understand that some period of sadness is okay. As I said earlier in the program, it gives you the opportunity to trace, follow the dots Follow the breadcrumbs and find out what the core issue or what the what the subconscious issue is that you're needing to deal with. So I'm not suggesting that you avoid sadness, but if it gets to a point where this is longer than a few hours or even a day, you need to think of strategies in which to come out of that because staying in a negative mood is not healthy. So... When we get exercise, just go out for a walk uh, or do anything to change your brain chemistry will help you change your feelings, change your uh, attitude about life. One of the things that I continue to say is that when you're gasping for breath, it's hard to feel sad because you're, you're in that state of mind where you're starting to produce endorphins, which are the pleasure uh, molecules, the pleasure enzymes that help you feel better. One of the best things I know of to help shift my mood, if I'm feeling sad about something or if my feelings are hurt, is to read something inspirational. One of the things that I absolutely endorse and believe in is that if you can do mantras or affirmations or simple prayers when you're feeling sad, that will help your mood because one of the things that I think science is starting to recognize is that we experience the life that we think we have. In other words, how we think about things is what we're going to experience. So if we think pleasant thoughts, if we think positive thoughts, if we think things like simply being grateful, You know, one of the greatest prayers I've ever heard is, thank you, God, for my many blessings. And if you concentrate on that and you focus on that long enough, you will actually shift your sadness into something more positive. 
You can also go online and research lots of information regarding affirmations. There are thousands of them. And you can find one that helps you. There are books like A Course in Miracles or other books, self-help books, self-empowerment books that I don't have time to list here. But you can go online and find a book that will help you shift your consciousness into something higher and something that you can enjoy your life. One thing about sadness that it always comes up when we don't get what we want. And so there are two ways of thinking about that. One is that we're somehow a victim, we're not worthy, we're not ever going to get what we want, and so that makes us sad. The other way of looking at that is simply that, well, okay, it's not time yet. And I can enjoy what I have right now. Because one thing I have said repeatedly on this show is that happiness is enjoying what you have, while success is having what you enjoy. So it's a mindset. Take it one step at a time. A lot of times we start down a road and we don't know how we're going to get from point A to point B. It's kind of like if you start from L.A. and you're heading for New York, you don't need headlights that reach from L.A. to New York. You only need headlights that will illuminate the next 200 to 300 feet for you to successfully get down the road. And so you don't need to know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't need to know what's going to happen a month from now. You don't need to know what's going to happen a year from now. Just focus on what you need other than a full tank of gas to get from Los Angeles to New York. So be realistic. You know, if if you're trying to lose, if you want to reform your body, if you want to be stronger, if you want to be, you know, slimmer, you want to be looking a different way because you believe all the magazines that somehow you're going to be happier if you look different, which I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you is a complete lie. You can feel absolutely ecstatic in the body that you have right now, which will lead you to looking different, but all of that's another show. But the thing is, is that if you're realistic about the fact that you need to take your life one day at a time and you're not going to accomplish everything in one day, you don't have to be sad because you don't accomplish everything in one day. I always like keeping a journal because it helps me see where we've been and where we're going. One of the things that I always forget is the good things that happen to me. So if you keep a journal, especially a positive journal, on the, on at least one nice thing, one good thing that happened to you each day, you can always go back and read that and remember that it's, it may not all be crap. And that'll help you come out and process your sadness. So do something for yourself. Take a bubble bath. If you're a girl, get made up. Put on some makeup. Or if you're a guy, if it makes you feel good, put on some makeup. Go get a mani-pedi. I'll be honest with you, I love mani-pedis. So if it makes you feel good, if it makes you feel better, I highly recommend that. Pamper yourself. You don't even need to leave the house if you don't want to, but getting out of the house can do a lot, breathing fresh air, feeling the sunshine on your face. You have to go find what makes you feel better. If you feel sad about the loss of someone, just let the thoughts happen. Don't try to avoid them. If you're having unpleasant thoughts and you want to shake them, if you want to get past them, I'm going to do a meditation for you right now to help you get back into a positive mindset. So take a deep breath and take 
at least four deep breaths, counting to four on your inhale and holding it for four. Exhale for four. And then inhale again and relax. Now, if you're driving, please don't do this. Pull over. This isn't a long meditation. So pull off on the side of the road. Or if you're operating heavy machinery, put in the clutch and just rest for a second. Imagine that you're in a classroom. Not a cramped or dingy classroom. Not a classroom painted green. Not a classroom with blackboards. This classroom is outdoors. And the sun is shining. Flowers are blooming. And you can hear birds singing. You can feel the sunshine on your face. In front of you, at the head of the class, is a great being of light. It could be an archangel. Could be a beautiful star. It could be a multicolored ball of light. Whatever you recognize. And this being starts to speak. And it says to you, people of earth, blessed are you to have so many emotions to experience. Emotions are what makes life so meaningful, so rich, and so different for each one of you. Even sadness is a blessing because it is always, always followed by happiness. This is the great cycle of life. If you feel sad, don't despair. For soon you will feel happy. If for some reason you are not experiencing the life that you want, let it go. Take a deep breath. And exhale and let it go. The being pulls out a giant bucket of pure light. Golden light pours out of this bucket. And he approaches each one of you and tells you, Take as much as you like. Fill your being and know that you are loved and that you are a being of love. Your greatest gift to your fellow people is to show them how to deal with sadness in a different way. Allow your being to be filled with light and transform your sadness into love. Know that when you do this, you will be helping many, many people 
deal with their sadness. And you can be a being of light like so many other beings of light helping us to evolve and be enlightened. As you do this, know that you are fulfilling your destiny in this lifetime. And as you breathe deeply, imagine that you are starting to come out of your sadness and learn the lessons that it gave to you. And come back into your body. Wiggle your fingers and toes and be grateful for this opportunity to deal with your sadness. So when you do this meditation, do it as many times as you like. We'll be posting meditations on my website, jamesgrayrobinson.com, in the days to come that will help you deal with your emotions and master your emotions and understand the messages that your emotions bring to you. So this is Get Real Radio. Thank you for joining me and listening today as we discuss sadness. And know that sadness is a gift and there's nothing wrong with being sad. I'm your host, James Robinson. And just remember you can come back and listen to this episode anytime you like including all of the uh, archived shows that we have for you on Voice America. Thank you again for tuning in to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. Please join us again next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week, open up your heart and look inside your spiritual self. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 